Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series. A narrative let's play adapted and produced by Revoke GM. Combining in-game audio with additional voice acting through dialogue and descriptions to improve your listening experience. Rediscover the amazing story of the 1999 cult classic isometric video game, Planescape Torment, like you've never heard before. The Tattoo Parlor is a domed building with an iron mesh covering its top. It looks more as if it had been grown than forged. A white oval symbol pierced by a lightning bolt hangs over the threshold. Inside is a vast display of artworks, some detailed and intricate, others bold and dominating. Black barbed branches, a clock with no hands, a burning skull flanked by symbols of duality. One in particular appeals to you, a shadow casting a shadow. The silhouette makes it unclear whether it is a man or a woman. Just beyond a thick curtain, you glimpse a hallway filled with even more designs. In the center of the parlor is a large reclining chair that seems to be where the patron sits. And behind the chair, regarding you curiously, is a tall creature in long flowing robes. Its skin has a greenish tone and a pair of goat horns protrude from its forehead, framed by a shock of white hair. Greetings! A series of symbols materializes above the creature's head. The symbols have a slight glow about them, and they just hover there. Oh, for power's sake, Pike and Dabbas. What's wrong? <laughs> These annoying word puzzles. My bet they can speak. They would just rather piss everyone else off by trying to puzzle out what they're saying. They float around, breaking, fixing, and patching up sigil according to the whims of the lady. They're worse than cops flies. You can't swat them, though, or the lady will get... upset. Lady of Pain? What can you tell me about her? You'll know when you see her. She's got these blades around her face, she's about the size of a giant, and she floats off the ground. Just like these guys. Nobody knows much about her. <laughs> she doesn't speak much. All you need to know is that you don't want to make her angry. If you see her, my advice... Run. Uh, hold a moment. You, you said Dabas float, right? This one's walking on the ground. Maud glances at the Dabas, and his eyes widen. Aha! I knew you goat heads could walk! I knew it! Maud turns gleefully back to you. Huh. This one must not be aloof enough to get out the ground. Uh, maybe so. The Dabas waits patiently, its hands tucked into its sleeves. More symbols materialize above its head, then dissipate, and a question mark appears. You try and see if you can figure out what the Dabas is saying. You ask the Dabas several questions, trying to get a feel for the rebuses that appear above its head. It is extremely patient throughout your discussion, giving you easy sentences to translate. After a few minutes, you start to get the hang of it. It feels like you've done this before. You're fell, correct? As you ask the question, you get a sense that there's already a great familiarity between you and this fell. As if in response, the Dabas inclines his head, and a lone symbol appears above. It is blurry at first, then resolves into a white oval with a black lightning bolt piercing through it. I feel like I know you, Fel. Fel bows reverently, and a stream of symbols swirl about his head, rotating clockwise, then counterclockwise. It 
It takes you a moment to translate it to, this is the first time and not the first time you've come to this place. Do you know who I am? Another series of symbols materialize quickly and sharply into focus above Fel's head. The translation comes to you just as quickly and sharply as the symbols themselves, as if you have translated the exact same string many times before. Yes, but I am not permitted to tell your story. Why not? For a moment, there is no response from Fel. Then a stream of rebuses appears, as if trickling out of Fel's mind. My apologies, I cannot... I, I cannot change the nature of a man. You can't explain why, but that last sentence sends a crawling sensation through your skull. Nature of a man? What does that mean? The symbols that appear above Fel almost mirror the previous stream. My apologies. I cannot say. I see. Well, what is this place? A slow train of symbols materialize around his head. They take several moments to resolve, starting with simple lines, then fleshing themselves out into breathtaking colors. This is where I tattoo color and life upon flesh and bone. What lies beyond that curtain, Fell? A caravan train of symbols slowly materializes around Fell, one by one. It is my gallery. Your discarded skins are my canvas. I admire you. I am saddened for you. Saddened for me? Why? Another caravan of symbols forms around Fel, this time forming a circle. The mark of torment lies upon your flesh. Tragedies and loss have built themselves upon it like stones upon a foundation. You have endured great pain. What do you mean? A long string of rebuses appears above him. They surround his arms like manacles. I admire you because you have never surrendered to the weight of these losses, despite the fact their chains hang on you still. Go on. His symbols begin covering him like a cloak. These losses blanket this life and all of your past ones. You shed lives like a molting serpent. You are exploring the infinite paths of life. Tell me more. The symbols form, then fall suddenly to the floor, streaming out behind him like a shadow. Take with you this warning. Each of your lives casts a shadow on existence. You must travel to a place where these shadows have gone mad and regrets have scarred the earth. Is there anything else you can tell me? A brief series of paper-thin rebuses appear in an orderly row next to Fell then vanish into glowing moats. Do not sign anything. <laughs> Very well. His symbols begin to form a spiral. They have the texture of a question about them. Do you feel complete? I... I don't. In, in fact, ever since waking up in the mortuary, I feel like something's missing. Something inside. Fell nods, and a series of symbols materializes in a halo around him. You are strong. Keep faith, and you shall become whole again. <laughs> I'll try. You say you've met me before, Fel. Do you know how I died? Fel does not respond for a moment. Then slowly, menacingly, three symbols materialize above his head, each of them casting a long shadow. Shadows. Shadows? The three symbols swirl about each other each leaving a faint black misty trail about them. 
They take on a ragged edge like teeth and talons and multiply. Where there were three, there is nine. Nine becomes 27, 27 to 81, until the room is a swarm of shadows. Many shadows. They streamed from the darkness, swarmed you, then left you to die. <sighs> Why? The shadowed symbols swirl into one, then dissolve to be replaced with a single simple symbol. I do not know. <sighs> I see. Can you tell me anything about these tattoos on my body? Fel studies your body for a moment, walking around you. He mirrors each symbol as he examines it and returns to face you. I know them. None are by my hand. Can you tell me about some of them? Fel nods, symbols appearing around him like fireflies. The ones upon your back were scribed with a careful hand and are directions for a mind that forgets itself. The symbol that lies upon your left shoulder is the mark of torment. Torment? The symbol sharpens, gaining edges that are almost painful to your eyes. It is torment. It is that which draws all tormented souls to you. Fell nods at your shoulder. The flesh knows it suffers, even when the mind has forgotten. And so, you wear the rune always. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. Can I see more of what designs you have? He guides you past the curtain to the rest of his artworks. A night black steed with white eyes and spines bristling from its shoulder blades. A dark sphere with trails of mist flowing from it. Great rivers whose courses divide, cross each other, then flow together again. A hollow beast with a tiny demon squatting in its head. Deeper into the parlor, he shows you your past discarded skin stretched taut over huge wooden frames, every inch covered in tattoos. They're full of pain and beauty. His work is magical. Outside, across from the parlor, stands a group of elaborately dressed street workers, their vibrant attire attracting the attention of all passers-by. One in particular, a young woman wears a sharp-fitted jacket with a billowing patterned skirt of rippling shades of blue. Her skin is pale and her hair a jet black. A belt fashioned like fresh razor vine coils about her waist. She seems to broadly match the description that Nod, the collector, gave of his sister. She smiles as she sees you approach. Seeking some company, love? Her eyes are incredibly striking accentuated by an artful flare of smoky teal. Uh, are you, by any chance, Amaris? She stares at you, silently for a time, then speaks. I was called that. Once. Long ago. Who are you? I was sent to find you by Nod, your brother. He's worried about you, and hoped I could tell him how you were. N Nod? He's alive? Where? Why, why, why didn't he come to seek me out himself? I think he's ashamed. He's a collector now, living in poverty in Ragpicker Square. He doesn't seem quite... right. I'm struggling with his thoughts, I mean. I... he was a bit touched, even as a child, when his name was Thoddus. Oh, I've missed him so. Ashamed, though. Huh! 
my own work's no more proud. Ah, well, at least I'm doing well for myself. For a haver, at any rate, eh? I must visit him soon. She looks at you closely for the first time since you've spoken. Are you a friend of Nod's, or...? Of a sort. Yes. Why? Could you... She frowns, biting her lip as if considering something. Could you give this to him? I have ways of knowing, so you'd better swear to it. She steps close to you and reveals a pouch of what looks to be about 100 copper commons. Yes, I I swear. I'll, I'll get it to him. She hands you the pouch. All right. I thank you. Go speak to Nod for me. And tell him how I worry about him so. I will. Farewell. Thank you for listening to Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series, a Revoker GM production. To support the show and those involved, please consider subscribing to our Patreon or donating via our Ko-fi page. Links to both are in the description.